Thanks for listening to the Koi Pond on Podcast One. The hit podcast Zane's World found a new home on Podcast One. La Gonzalina. Probably should have corrected that before the show. <laughs> World traveler, author, and alcohol aficionado Zane Lamprey is well learned in the art of embracing a good time as he reviews the best attractions and destinations on the globe. So we went to Black Market uh, Liquor Bar. Just tell us what you remember. <laughs> That's what I remember. Check out Zane's World every Tuesday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is going to get you in the mood. Yo, it's the Koi Pond. All right, check it out, you guys. Um, We're at the Koi Pond. But I want you to know that it takes place in Corolla Studios. Mm-hmm. So whenever you go to YouTube and check out you know, the videos of our, our pod, uh, you'll see Adam's logo all over the place. Man, he, he's amazing. He produces the show, and he gives up uh, his studio for me so I can do this. You know what I mean? And I, God bless him. And his, theor- his, his whole thing is, you could use my studio just when I come back, I want it to look exactly the way... It was when I left it. He, he's cool. I can touch whatever I want. Just put it all back. Right. right? Yeah. Um, so I like to use his stuff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if he gets mad when he comes back. But, uh, but I grab his eyeglass cleaner. I always want. I, I fucking his coaster. I put it everywhere. I use his fucking papers. I know he gets mad, but but he gave you license. He gave me license to put it back. So I hope it's right. <laughs> Maybe I should take a picture of it. <laughs> Maybe I should take a picture of the area before I sit down. <laughs> you can put it back. <laughs> I think oh, I think shit. it's something we're used to, like as kids. Like you ever get in trouble, and your mom's yeah, like, "You can't watch you. TV. You yeah. can't watch TV for like a week." Yeah, and then she comes home and touches the TV and yeah. sees that it's warm. <laughs> Did that ever happen to you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yo, why are parents so smart? <laughs> those, those parents don't exist anymore. Right? Yeah, the fucking hot TV or the little line on the fucking uh, milk or the... Yeah, they, uh, know, they know where the milk yeah, was they, at. Yeah, they put a line, a yeah. mysterious line that you didn't know about. You got caught there. Man, I remember. This is so crazy because my dad didn't live with us that long. Mm-hmm. So it was like my child, like when I was young, young. So, mm-hmm. so my stories are vague. But they're big stories. So I remember I was like, oh, God, five. I think I was five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my dad is a peanut butter guy. My dad loves Jiffy or Skippy. Mm-hmm. I think it was Skippy this time, right? And he bought the big one. This is back in the day when it's glass. It, it wasn't plastic container. <laughs> the, the, it came in a glass. Skippy right. came in a glass jar? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. wow. A big, and this one was a big one. He bought the big one because my dad could kill his peanut butter, bro. Crunchy. He loves it crunchy, right? <laughs> Man. Man, that's shit. Man yeah, shit yeah, right yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants he wants his head to shake when he, each bite. He wants his head to shake. You know what I mean? And uh, and I I clearly remember this man. I think I was five, and I think we were in Illinois. Okay, and uh, and my dad's at work, and I remember he bought peanut butter, and I went to make it, and I fucking climbed the counter. And I dropped that fucking shit. The glass oh. of peanut butter? The glass of peanut butter. And it broke in half, but it was still stuck together. You know what I mean? You uh-huh. know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. It was broken, but it was still stuck together. Right. Bro, I took that peanut butter and threw it in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> like, and not... And this was on... And this like was the front on, yard? 
No, in their backyard. Okay, right. So, so you're just trying to get rid of the evidence. Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I, I, I took all that peanut. Butter, I took the whole jar. I think I went three houses. This is like at a, on a base, by the way. So this is like a military base. Yeah. So I went like three houses down, right? Smart. <laughs> That's already smart because I would have gone next door and done it. Oh hell no! Style I went like, like three houses down. But you gotta remember, this is like military, so they don't have fences around us. Uh, Separating us, right? They're just houses. So in the third houses area, but but we each have a porch, and then the porch is covered in wood. Got Get it? Uh, like a, a fence it. around uh, our porch. Uh-huh. But the backyard is wide open. You can go all the way down and, and hit every single house. You know what I mean? It's it's military, right? So I went to the third house, and I think the reason why I went to the third house is because that's the only one that had a trash can. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went to the third. It wasn't about being smart. I was just looking for a fucking trash can. And I threw that shit in the trash can, dude. I remember this day like it was yesterday, man. That's how traumatic this shit was because uh-huh. my dad came home and of course of course the motherfucker wants a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> right when he goes out, he still has his uniform on he had his short sleeve blues on right yeah. and he's like where's the peanut butter I just bought it yesterday it was a full thing of peanut butter and he's going bat shit crazy <laughs> because he knows he knows he bought that fucking peanut butter man and you can tell his his mouth was salivating for peanut butter and he's like does anyone know where my peanut butter is he's talking to robert he's talking to rowena he's talking to everybody does any my peanut butter I bought it at the commissary. It's a big jar. It's the big one. I bought the big king size <laughs> peanut butter and jelly. Where is it? Mind you, oh, this is another thing I forgot to tell you. This is back in the day uh, before they had the uh, uh, the plastic lid, and you take the plastic lid off, uh-huh. and then it has a seal tape, and you have to peel the seal right. tape. That's how it is now. Yeah. Back then, it was a plastic. Uh, it was a glass jar uh-huh. with a metal, a metal, lid, a metal lid, and yeah. if it and it says the rules say if it pops when you when you click it, yeah. then it then you it's safe to eat. But if it's already popped, you don't eat that peanut butter. That right. means it was right. tampered with. Right. Right. It, it was so weird. So imagine a five-year-old trying to untwist the seal. Yeah. That's why the shit flew off the thing. I was like, I, I think I was trying to spin. <laughs> you were standing on the counter trying to open th- it? I think I was holding the lid and trying to spin the fucking bottle to <laughs> untwist. And I think in doing so, I think I flew off the goddamn counter. But I, my, 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 you know, my, my brother and sisters didn't know. Yeah, if you were five, you don't know lefty, loosey, righty, tighty. No, yet. I didn't know. You're just trying to work. Okay, <laughs> this is as far as open. I know how to get yep. to. I took that fucking peanut butter and threw it away in, in the neighbor's yard. And I sat there. Like, I didn't know where it was. I fucking, I sold it, bro, for like an hour. I don't know. And then what happened? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. That motherfucker found the peanut butter. I think someone told him. In the neighbor's yard? Mm-hmm. They I think the neighbor told him. They probably saw you. I think the neighbor said, hey, we saw your son <laughs> snooping in our fucking trash can, and I think he's stuck. And my dad went down, the, he went down, uh... Down uh, down the backyards, mm-hmm. and I remember standing <laughs> fucking porch, and my dad holding the fucking peanut butter. <laughs> he pulled the whole fucking thing out. You know this is gonna cost you. He didn't hit me though, but goddamn it, I was scared. Where did you start crying? Yeah, I fucking cried. You know, all my memories are in that house about about my dad. Isn't that weird? Really? It's I, I have so many from that house, St. Louis, Illinois. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I have no other memories that I really hold on to. Like in Tacoma, I don't have that many, Dre. Right, right. I really don't. I yeah. remember the Eddie Murphy thing, and I remember uh, BC Boys. I remember you. Yeah. I, I don't have memories like I do from that, that childhood. I, there, that was a traumatic childhood. Childhood. 
I remember everything. That's when my brother had the mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. That's when my brother started going to uh, mental hospitals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there was only one mental hospital. It was the base. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, that's when my brother was 12, 13. Right? I was five. Yeah. Yeah. So I was five. I was like... I was like four or five. My sister's, yeah, my brother's eight years older. He was like 13, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was five. He was 13. That's when it started going. So wow. I remember, I think that's why it's burnt to my head. Vivid, vivid, vivid memories. Vivid, yeah. vivid memories. I remember what my brother's room looks like. I remember him rolling joints in front of me in a shoebox. I remember him putting it in the shoebox above his, uh, uh, in, the, in the closet. He told me not to say anything to, to mom and dad. He goes, don't say anything. This, this is called funny sticks. This, <laughs> the, these, these sticks are funny, man. Like, you, don't do this. Don't you ever do this. Yo, I remember him saying that to me. Yeah. Don't you ever do these. You don't ever do these. You promise? I was like, yeah, I promise. I remember his whole bedroom was covered in lava lamps, and he had the, these velvet uh, posters, and when you turn the lights off, they glue in the dark. Nah, I'm, oh, wow. Yeah, glue in the dark. room, and he had all his albums out. He always listened to Heat Wave, Earth, Wind, and Fire, the Commodores. Bro, my brother was the shit. It said Herb Superb on his door. That's, That's why when my brother, uh, when my son says uh, Herb, he calls himself Little Herb, mm-hmm. it reminds me of my brother. That's crazy. Oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. Isn't that, isn't that nuts? Yeah. yeah. And I remember all that, man. I, it's so crazy. I remember all the people that used to come over. You know, my brother used to play basketball when he was in junior high. He was mm-hmm. so good. And, uh, and all the kids would come. All the basketball players would come to the house. My brother was cool. He could dance. He had a white chick. <laughs> my brother had a white chick, bro. Was like, you know what I mean? You know how cool that is? Nineteen seventy six. Nineteen seventy six. You got black friends and a white chick. That was funny. My brother was cool, man. Everyone wanted to be in Robert's room. Hell yeah. Robert's room was the shit, bro. Herb superb. That sounds like it. I remember those those. Uh, Glow in the dark posters and yep. and the, my uncles had those the glow in the dark posters yeah. and and they listened to the same music. I think that was the marijuana smoking music. Yeah, actually. man. Well, I no, I think they laced his shit. That's what the no, doctor no, I said. Say, oh. I think the music of yeah. that time. That's what you did. That that was the music you listened to at that time. Mm-hmm. How, how, how old was he around then? He was about 13, 14, 15. It was very. It was you know those were those those times, man, where you had to watch your kids, man. Yeah. yeah. And you got to remember, my brother came into the family at eight. So when my dad married my mom, mm-hmm. she already had a kid, and that was Robert and Rowena. Mm-hmm. So that she Rowena was four, my brother was eight. So my brother was already eight, and then Gemma came later. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Imagine this white guy from Buffalo, New York, with this mixed family. Yeah. You know, I always say that. I always say, uh, "Damn, are we going back to this again?" I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no I'm just talking about my childhood. I won't yeah, get yeah, deep. Yeah. I won't get deep. I won't do that. But I'm just saying. Um, just uh, I just, I, I just remember that that time, you know, and just like that's why I commend my dad. Yeah, my dad walked away. You know, what I mean, I say that shit all the time. You know, he left when I was young, but he also was like. He was walking away from something that a lot of people probably would have walked away at Jump Street. Wouldn't have even started. Wouldn't have yeah. even started. Yeah. And, and and that's why I commend my dad. Yeah, he fucked up, but you know what? I love him to death, and uh, and he takes care of my brother Robert, boy, to this day. That's not even his son, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> that is another motherfucker's son. Yeah. And that's why my dad's a fucking man. That's one of He's my a fucking man. That's one of my favorite stories that you told me about... Uh when you went and visited your brother and you looked at the sheet. Oh, the call book. I, I hate even telling that story, man. Like, even just saying that gets me all choked up. Because it's a log book. Mm-hmm. And it's it literally... It's at the hospital it's, it's, where he's at, right? When you go to Robert's section of that log book, it's hundreds of sheets. And it says John C. Herbert, my dad. 
all the way down. That's awesome. John C. Herbert, John C. Herbert, John C. Herbert, John C. Herbert. And then you'll see occasionally Gemma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You'll see occasionally Rowena. You'll see my mom a couple times. And then me, fucking years in between. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I'm the baby, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. And that's fucked up. I, I, you know, I do take, I take my, 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 uh, damn, is this part two of this, uh, thing? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go there, but, uh, yeah, you know, my brother is, he's a great dude, man. And, and, you know, uh, one thing that we take out of it, and this is what my dad said to me. He goes, you know, if there's anything that you can take out of this, and this is God's lesson, is, uh, just learn from your brother's experience in life. You know, that's the one positive thing you can take from Robert's life. Yeah. Is that you can use him as an example, Mm -hmm. a really good example. You know what I mean? That 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 is your blood, and drugs don't mix with your blood, and this is the result when you mix drugs with our blood. Like I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean that's a way of looking at it. I'm yeah, not saying yeah. that's I'm not saying that's the scientific or the medical reasoning. I'm just saying if you want to take anything from it and you want to scare, because there's nothing wrong with scaring yourself from using drugs. Yeah, yeah. If you want to yeah. scare yourself from using any of those fucking horrible drugs. Then this is one way of doing it. Mm-hmm. You can sit there and go, "Hey, look, our body chemistry is not geared for that shit." Look at my brother, and I know there's people that are going to argue with me, going, "No, it's not about you know, it's it's not the drugs that did it. You know, he was you know that he was born with it. Well, whatever the case may be, right? Whatever the case may be, it didn't help. It didn't help. It doesn't help. Yeah. Right? Drugs are not good, so I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. Right. And 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 you know if you have an addictive personality, yes, 100%. you know it. We have it. Yeah, we, we have got it. it. It's in for our sure. blood. You know what I mean? And so what? Whatever the case may be. Like, uh, you know, uh, I, I still want my son to meet Robert. And then and when he does, he thinks Robert's fun. But when we walk away, I look at my son and go, think twice, man, when you see shit come your way. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's real, man. Anyways, yeah, but those were always my vivid memories, man. I know this came from a peanut butter story. I'm sorry. No, no. But, uh, but isn't that crazy? Is that weird, Dre, that life, that, that, that is burnt into my memory? I know everything about Scott Air Force Base. Right. I know about my first bike accident when I fell over the handlebars mm-hmm. and I cracked my lip and everyone laughed. My, my dad, my sister, Robert, they all laughed at me. I ran to my room crying because <laughs> yeah. they thought they saw me flip over the handlebars. They mm-hmm. thought it was the funniest thing I, I remember all that shit Dre. i think for whatever reason we all have like a, a section of of our childhood that is more prominent than others you know but, what but I mean? you don't think period, it has anything to do with my brother and that yeah, situation that could, that that could be po- no that could be very possible i yeah. think 100 it does man i think you lived a lot of life in a short time right there yeah if you look at all the life you lived right there you know what i mean because that's it's a when when, a, when someone you love changes personalities all this other stuff that happens you know what i mean yeah it's just a lot of life to live and those are like formative character building moments yeah that mm-hmm. made you who you are today yeah you know what i mean okay like it, it wasn't like you some people go through it when they're teenagers or whatever but you have been you since you were a very young age yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. and that helped formed who you are you know what yeah. i mean the peanut butter thing all that stuff you yeah. know what i mean so it's nuts man yeah. and, all, and also there's there's a uh, period like when something traumatic happens there's a i think there's a period where you where you you instantly have to grow up mm-hmm. Ment- mentally. Yeah, yeah. You, you mentally start to grow up faster at a faster rate than you would ha- you would have if he had been around and, and that hadn't happened. Yeah, oh, I see what you're and saying. I, so I, like, I, if it would have happened in my teenage years, <clears throat> then that would have been maybe a little bit more vivid. Yeah, we don't get to decide what our trauma is. Exactly. Uh, you know what I mean? It just is. <laughs> I mean, my, it is. my father passed when I was 11, <clears throat> and, and it's a similar it's a similar situation as far as my my memory of time so it was like that moment changed me forever 
Yeah. Do you feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. that was that was that changed me forever. There was no going back to being yeah who I was before that yeah. ever. Yeah. Do you, you follow me? Oh, 100%. And, and, there's, and there's no way for you to go back from that because uh, that that it's it's life altering for sure. And like for me, like like my dad passed uh, like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, a few few years ago, I don't even, 2015. Yeah. And uh, the best way I could describe it is because I hadn't really ever lost somebody or anything like that. It's like your whole life is this one Instagram filter. Yeah. And then when that person's gone or when a huge change happens to somebody or whatever, then you just don't have access to that filter anymore. <laughs> yeah. But you have all these other filters that you just kind of have to like sort of live with. It's a you different. I mean? It's a different life. It's, yeah. it's literally another life. Yeah, like like we never have access yeah. to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I never understood that, man. I I never understood like why I know so much about that time. Yeah. Like, I know everything, man. Mm-hmm. I remember when my brother took. Uh, he bought me an Evil Knievel car for Christmas, and I I peeled the tape, and he got so mad at me that he he opened it in front of me and returned it. I remember. I remember all of it. This is all Scott wow. Air Force Base. I remember my outfits. I, I remember everything. It's so crazy how much I know. Also, it's more comfortable. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. Yeah. I'm just saying it's more comfortable to remember him that then, way. Then, yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and your mind, and your mind won't let you it forget. Yeah. Like, yo, that's my brother. That's who. That's who he is. Wow. Yeah. Wow, this is therapy right now. <laughs> yeah. This is therapy right now, Caitlin. I'm sorry I've been ignoring you this whole time. No, that's okay. I'm fascinated by it. Yeah, yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy, man. When uh, when you have to deal with something like that, man. Like you know, I, I always say those perfect picture families that are out there, man. That when they close that door, that we we all deal with the same bullshit. Mm-hmm. There's no oh, picture purchase. There's no perfect picture family, man. There's not that that shit you see in the frame at Target, man. That is those are actors, <laughs> those motherfucker. Are actors. Yeah. Yeah. Real family, they they ain't always smiling. There's everyone has a little bit mm-hmm. of shit going on behind oh, closed doors, absolutely. man. Absolutely. You know what's crazy? Out of all the channels that are out there right now in existence, yeah, it's still hard to find something to watch, man, bro. You, but you know what though? Like I love all the different. Like I, I use all the different like things. Like I like to have as many channels that have channels is what I like to call it. Like you know channels I mean? that have channels. It's channels on channels. You okay. know what I mean? You got this one thing that has things on it to watch. You have another thing that has things on it to watch. I found a new one, bro. Like a new what? New app? Yeah. What? Pluto TV. Oh, I've heard of that. You yeah. know why have I heard of that? Why? Because they're our new sponsor. Pluto TV. Pluto TV, what is it? It's a new streaming Bro, service, man. It's got over like a hundred TV channels, thousands of movies. Free, bro. No doubt. Free. They don't even ask you for a credit card. I hate putting in credit card. I hate doing that. You don't even need to sign up. You can just watch it. Really? So yeah, how do they go? Man. Where do they go for this? Just just get the app, man. You got an iPhone, Droid, whatever, man. Just get the app. Get download go, what, download Pluto TV Good for the go. app. Good. You can even get it on like a Roku, Fire TV, Amazon Fire, uh, Apple TV, Smart TV, PlayStation, what, wherever you stream. Just type in Pluto. Get some more options. That's in there, so man. cool, dude. Pluto TV, bro. Thank you, Pluto TV, for not only uh, sponsoring the Koi Pond, but giving us more things and more options to watch on TV. Yeah. Stream right now on Pluto TV. I was uh I was thinking I mean I'm kind of shifting lanes a little bit is, is, is that good or yeah you want to yeah, yeah yeah um I was thinking about so the whole I don't know if you're familiar with the Cat Williams Wanda Smith situation that happened with over the weekend Wanda Smith Wanda Smith she's a she's a comedian slash radio host in Atlanta I have no idea what we're talking about right now Cat Williams 
I know Cat Williams 100%. Goes on her radio show. He didn't, first of all, he reluctantly went on. She begged him to come on, begging him to come on. He's like, fine. I wasn't booked to come on, but I'll come on. So he gets on there. Long story short is it turns into a roasting session. With? Between Cat Williams and Wanda Smith. Wait, you're kidding me. And now she's claiming that, oh, he came in with an agenda and he attacked me. I, I, I well, I, I hate to do this. I, I don't even know about this, I, so I can't even t- talk about it. But I, so what happened? What happened? Did he, he say things? I mean, it was just a roasting session, like yeah. any any other. Any two comics get together and jokes go back and forth. Yeah. First of all, I'm not defending Cat Williams. Okay. But I will say this: as a friend of Cat, I've mm-hmm. known Cat almost. 17 years. I remember when he was Cat in the Hat. Yeah. I remember when he used to run his own shows at the casinos out here. I used to do his... He used to give me spots. And he comes from the trenches, bro. Yeah. He, yeah. He's not an improv guy. He's not a He's not a store cat. He's not, he's not one of those comics, yo. This guy came from, like, Pico and... Right, you know right, what I mean? He right, came right, from, right, like, right. mixed comedy nuts. He came from, like, the, the hard rooms, bro. Hard rooms. Right, right. You know what I mean? And I've seen him go in on cats. Yeah. So, I've seen that dude annihilate the fucking stage. You did not want to be a heckler when Cat mm-hmm. was on the stage. He was the MC, and you could have that whole fucking show packed with an all-star lineup. No one gave two fucks. We always wanted Cat to get back on stage. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? So, when I, so I'm just saying, you're yeah. gonna, if you're going to choose, <laughs> if you're to- <laughs> ever going to choose <laughs> to throw any kind of shade or any type of your mama shit or, or try and go in on some roast, yeah. that is the wrong, wrong guy to ca- I don't give a fuck who you are. So here, here's what happens. Yes. I, I, I want to explain to you what happens because it, it's it's kind of remarkable that she went there with it. Like, so she asked him what he what he cooks for his kids. Uh huh. He tell he explains he explains, and then he says, "Well, you know, what do you what do you cook?" And she says, "I I make a great broccoli." And Cat goes, <laughs> and he does exactly. He, well, hold on, I mean, hold on, come hold on. on, hold on, hold on. He does exactly what you just did, and then he go and then he goes, "Yeah, that's just." boiling water yeah and so he goes in on that right that anybody would have done that if i said that to you you would have said that back I'm to laughing me yeah. now yeah. i don't even know the situation okay i'm not taking any yeah, sides yeah, yeah. i don't even know what the fuck we're talking about i didn't know this happened yeah. this is another surprise visit from the cat williams show so then yeah she makes she tries to make a crack about his hair <laughs> and then once she did that it was just it was yeah. it was gloves off right Okay, now I got I'm playing devil's advocate because yes. I'm not taking sides. Absolutely, no. Because I don't even know. Yeah. Yes, Cat is a good friend. Of mine. He's a, he's a good friend. Yeah. I know where the cat lives. I know where he, I got his number in my phone. Right. He's a nice guy. Right. He, when I got off the plane, when I was broke, when I was on my way to BET's Comic View to tape, and this fool's limo rolls up, and BET forgot to send me a car. <laughs> yeah. And not even a limo that they forgot to send me a. a a truck mm-hmm. that all the comics were supposed to load in in New Orleans, mm-hmm. right? That was not showing up. And I remember, you know, and I still remember that day when Cat's like, get in the car, Joe Coy. You hungry? You want to eat? 
Right. Let's go get something to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Mad respect for my my guy, man. And he gave me a hundred bucks too. Oh my god. Mad respect for that dude. Yeah. So So, and he and that's another. uh, Anyways, I digress. But anyways, I'm not taking sides. But um, are you sure before you tell this story? Because you might catch heat. Okay. So are you sure that she went in on him first? No, so, okay. I, I'm not saying she went in on him first. Okay, so because it, it went broccoli, I'm saying, and then he made a joke about broccoli. She got offended, and then she commented about his hair. Or you don't know? She commented about no. Or I do did know. he say something about her first, and no. then she went in? She commented about his hair. Then they went back and forth. You know why I'm doing this, right? Because yeah. I, I just want to make sure know. that, that no one comes and after I watched, us. And I watched it twice to make sure. Okay. Then they went back and forth. So it was. It was, he talked about... Okay, hold on, hold on. Yes. If, if she went in on his hair mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. it's open season, motherfucker. After the, it was, a, it was after, <laughs> granted, it was after the broccoli thing, but it's all... But who but wouldn't make in- fun of broccoli? <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't make broccoli? My son made broccoli in a microwave. <laughs> so I think it was all good fun at, at that point still. Yeah. And then, and she still didn't have a problem with anything. Yeah. Until later, so yeah. now flash forward to Sunday. There's a comedy show. Yeah. Cat Williams shows up. Yeah. And she says that he that he walked up to her and said, "I told you, effing with me will make you go viral." But that's true. I know. That's an Eminem lyric. And then I didn't know that, but Eminem said that he said, you know, I talk about you, you, you your views go up one million. He says that. Yeah. He says that in the Kamikaze album. It, okay. These guys know that they're facing trolls, right? Yeah, right. right and right. there's trolls among us. They sit under the bridge, and that's what they fucking do. Mm-hmm. They engage because they just they, it's it's selfish, and they want it. They want it's for their own fucking well being, right. and they know it. Right. So all this shit, they know it. We're right. talking about somebody that I had no idea about, and so that she won. Let me let me wrap it up. So okay. so then her husband is there. Allegedly, oh, her no. husband, Cat Williams says her husband pulled a gun, put a gun in his face. Oh, no. But he did chase him. Yeah. Outside the club. I chased wish. Him, it chased him into a food depot. I wish I would have seen that. <laughs> it's on video. Wait, who chased who? Uh, her husband her chased, husband Kat. chased Kat. Kat Williams. Cat Williams. So I wish we get that video and then just put the Benny Hill music underneath it. <laughs> so anyway, my my thing. The only Did he have a gun? I don't know. I hope not. That I don't know. That's horrible allegations right there. Yeah, that I don't know. I hope Cat's not lying about that because that's very serious. Yeah. So my whole point, <laughs> my whole point in bringing. I mean, it, I hope he's lying. Oh wait, does well, that make sense? You hope that Cat Williams. Is I just hope that up I hope he's making that up because that would be awful for, be for, awful. for yeah. her husband to do that because you're going to serve a lot of time, right? A lot of time when you could have just been a man and 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 fucking went up against Cat. I mean, Cat is four too, <laughs> right? Right. Well, <laughs> and, here's, so, and here's the reason that I I, had, I have just watched the video, so I just wanted to clear up one little thing first is. She says the broccoli thing, and then they do a good just jab about it, just good fun. And then she brings up about he knows jail, being in jail. That's right. That so was they the go first to the jail one. thing. That was the first And one. then it kind of calms down, and they're kind of doing whatever. And then she brings the hair thing, round two, out of nowhere. And then that's where, that's where I started. So okay. It goes yeah. broccoli, then jail, comment, the then calm down, okay. and then in on the hair. So we, it's safe to say that she was the baiter. 
She baited. Oh yeah, she was throwing yeah. out a the, lot of bait. The, the whole room was laughing about the broccoli thing. That's just good. That's just good comedy that's right there. And, and you're man, not that's good radio. It's yeah. just good stuff right yeah. there. And then yeah. she, it seems like she had she had to just put poke him a couple more times. Yeah, man. I mean, that's like how do you not make fun of broccoli, bro? And then that's like Chase when Chase goes, "I make a killer peanut butter and jelly." And I'm like, motherfucker. I do make a killer. I know you do. I know you do. He actually does. He actually does. <laughs> So my thing was, I, the reason I brought that up is because we, we were talking about everybody has something going on in their life. Families yeah. are not perfect. Yeah. So I remember being a kid <coughs> and everything that's going going on in my life at the time, yeah. my closest friends know about. Yeah. And guess what happens? What? They bring it up. Wait, bring because up what? Because that's, that's something in our neighborhood, that's something that happens, right? You, you If you're in a, in a roasting session with yes. somebody, yeah. they bring up the worst possible things that they of know course. about you. yeah. Right? Yeah, that's called gossip. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> right, right, right. We all do it. Right. right. And so my thing is, like, how sensitive have has it become now that even in the comic world, yeah. the two comedians are talking to each other and they're going back and forth, which is supposed to be good radio. Yeah. And then someone gets offended to the point of violence. Yeah, I don't. I never understood that, man. I never understood the fact that you can actually get mad at a comedy show. Yeah, I've had. A, I had this one girl throw a whole thing of uh, Jack and Coke at me uh, at the stage. What? Yeah, I've had that before. I had one guy uh, not run up but stand up in front of the uh, spotlight and threaten me. You know what I mean? Like I've had those. Yeah. <clears throat> And I just don't get it. I'm like, are you that sensitive, or are you? I think we live in a world now. It seems like where somebody being offended is a headline, and, yeah. it, and it really shouldn't be. Yeah, it should be like, hey, this person's a pussy. Here's the story. <laughs> yeah, who right. gets offended? Like you, you would choose to get offended. Yeah. Well, then I'm thinking like between. I'm not a comic, but between two comics, yeah. that just seems like. You know what's, that seems crazy. To I'm me. gonna I'm gonna try and dissect something in front of you, Dre Chase, sure, Kalen, and and and, I, and I'm just this is just off the top of my head, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I'm trying to see my son's generation and our generation. And Chase, you're what thirty? What are you? Thirty five. You're thirty five. You're a little younger than Dre and I, so I feel like it's still a, a, a little different generation, right? But it might still be in the same t- same time frame. But mm-hmm. I feel like our generation, mm-hmm. Dre. There's a lot more separation in classes, and a lot of the ethnicities were uh, usually broke. Okay, right. Come from poverty. Yeah. Black people, Latinos, Asians, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they live in a pocket of society back then where it's, you know, I don't want to bring up the race car, but you know what I mean? It was just a different time, and it was a different form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not everyone had cable TV. Like right. that's why when I try and explain to my son, he doesn't know what turning the channel is with your hand. <laughs> right, right. He doesn't know that there was thirteen channels on a dial, but only three of those motherfuckers worked. And they went off at a certain point. And they also they? went off. <laughs> we would watch color code. Remember the bar of color that yeah, would come on or yeah, the Star yeah. Spangled Banner would play and you're right. like, fuck, it's almost over. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't know that. Right. They don't know that there was a time where entertainment was only handed to us for a limited, limited, a limited amount of time. Right. And it was up to us to find other forms of entertainment. Whereas the people that were in a different class of society or a different ethnicity mm-hmm. or live a different neighborhood could go in and entertain themselves. They mm-hmm. had the good restaurants. They had the, the fucking fitness centers. They had the clubs. They had the bars. Everything was over there for them to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Whereas where we're from and the section of the area that we're living in, 
you got to find entertainment. Right. And one form of inter- entertainment was making fun of each other. Exactly. That's why you ever notice, and I know a lot of people, like, it's, like I said, I can't explain it now. But if you go back in the time, you ever notice that the really good entertainers were the broke motherfuckers? Yes. Mm-hmm. You ever, did you ever stop and think of that? Why? Because that's all we had. That's all we had. A yeah. lot of those families didn't have TVs. Right. A lot of those families didn't have record players. You know who's the record player? Your daughter <laughs> that could sing good. Right. And she would do it at the parties. <laughs> you know who was TV? Your son that could dance really good. Right. Or be funny at the goddamn barbecue mm-hmm. and make fun of the fucking family members in the family. Yeah. It's called playing the dozens. It's called yeah. making fun. It's it's that was entertainment. That's why that that particular group of people are so entertain uh, so entertaining and so talented. Yeah, and not to cut you out, and that's what I was getting at when yeah. I was saying with everything, when you have all this stuff going on in your in your world, in your personal world, yeah. and your friends are going to be the ones that are going to make fun of you about it. Yes. Right? Yes. Hands down. Right. You knew you were going to get You already knew that the next day was going to be fucking worse than today. <laughs> you dead, knew that. Dead serious, man. Straight Bro, out. come on. Straight you out. knew it, man. And look, I wasn't even good at it, but I knew this. That you better have a couple jokes ready every day. Every for fucking day, you bro. Better have you better be ready. Yo, you don't think that's why I was a comedian? Dude, we were so goddamn <laughs> broke, man. I had to wear the same fucking shoes to school. I remember turning my shirt inside out. You know what I mean? Because we didn't have clothes. Like, but I knew my friends were going to make fun of me. Yep. And I had to be ready for it. Yep. You're going to make fun of my shirt? I'm going to make fun of your fucking face. <laughs> All right? At least I chose to wear this motherfucker. You have to wear that face. <laughs> right, right. But and it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. And we went and had Slurpees afterwards. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's a different time. It's a different generation. And I, I'm, I'm sad because that, that shit builds character, man. But when I see people that I – that. And, and I can't make this assumption about her because I don't know her. Uh, I have Wanda, no Wanda idea Smith. who she is. And Wanda it sucks I, because now she she's getting all of this and it's outside of her talent. And that sucks. And I, have, I don't want you to – listen, Wanda. I don't want you to get famous for a for for banter with Kat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's not why you got into this business. Am I right, Wanda? Like you got into this business because you have a God-given talent. Right. And you are you're trying to exercise that talent. I don't know her. I'm right. just saying. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. So it's up to you. Like, yeah. like to me, like there's people that like to get famous from that. That's not my shit, man. Yeah, like, and, and, and and to her to her defense, one thing she did say was that that's not. Uh, uh, we we used to call it ranking when we were kids, right? Yeah, that's yeah. not in her skill set. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's like she's a she's a comic and she does she does work on stage, but she said that's not in her skill set. And then, but the only thing is, I think. Well, you don't start it with a guy like Cat Williams, then. Yeah, because that is it's the wrong that, cat. That can be tough for you. <laughs> That's the wrong cat to fuck with. That could be tough for you, yeah. bro. That dude is a legend for a reason, man. Uh, you know what I mean? We make fun of him left and right. Everybody does. Yo, he trolls hard, bro. He <laughs> yeah. does. Yeah. Right when you think he's back, he fucking does it again. He'll go after. <laughs> he'll go after everybody that's w- within his peer group. Yeah. And that's just cat. Yeah. Everyone's geared different, man. Right. But that comes with responsibility again. That's what I was talking about on the last episode. Mm. How are you going to go in on somebody that you already know is wired different? Right. Yeah. You you know, man. Yeah. You can't sit there and act like you don't know cat. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, you don't know Cat? And once it starts, you off, haven't it's seen not one. Stopping. You haven't seen one YouTube video. <laughs> you haven't seen one YouTube video. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying Cat and I are friends, but we are friends. I know Cat. Yeah. I know Cat. Mm-hmm. And I know he's a great guy. You know what I mean? And those kids, fucking amazing. He's got a lot of kids, bro, that he adopts and takes care of, and he's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, he's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. You should know that. Yeah. There's a lot of people in this entertainment mm-hmm. business fucking crazy. But he's also brilliant. But he's brilliant. Yeah. He's fucking brilliant. Those people cannot function right. <laughs> they can't. They can't. I always say that, man. I mm-hmm. always say that, man. For people to tap into that, when you tap into something like that, you are certifiedly, you, you're certified crazy because you're that talented. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That guy can read shit off the script and fucking blow your mind, man. Tell me he doesn't steal a scene every uh, time he's in it. Yeah. The guy's that talented, man. But when you're that talented, you're crazy. <laughs> you're fucking crazy. <laughs> I say that all the time, man. You should be aware of your surroundings. He's not like you. He's not like you. Yeah. He's not like you. Yeah. Don't sit there and act like Michael Jackson is normal. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's not. He's fucking brilliant. Yeah. 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 They've tapped His brain into a different, is yeah. Michael's brain is somewhere else. You're not going to understand why he's got th- seventeen thousand buckles around his thigh. <laughs> Even if he explained it to you, you won't fucking get it. <laughs> Am I right? Right. Sure. Yeah. So don't get mad. Don't get mad, man. Do you you are like I said. This comes with social responsibility. You know. You've been blessed with the gift to to look at somebody and go, all right, this is a different cat. You know what I mean? And when I say cat, I'm not saying cat. I'm saying this is a different person. Yeah. You should be able to adjust. You should be able to, yeah. you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. you got to pull back. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you got to pull back, bro. Yeah. When you see Mike Tyson mad and he's coming at you, do you put your fist up? <laughs> right. Do you? <laughs> right. Even even 55-year-old Mike Tyson, right. yeah. if he puts his fist up at a, in a rage, do you <laughs> confront no. no. He's the a rational thing is you go, this guy is a certified killer. <laughs> right. Because he is. Right. His hands are registered. Right. Those are lethal weapons. He, he can fucking kill you with his fist. And you know that. Right. It's your responsibility, man. That's That's a great point. And, and Cat's mouth is a lethal weapon. It really is. 100%. Because, because you, you can't sit there and act like you had no idea Cat was like this. Yeah. You can't. Right. You can't, man. I agree. I'm sorry, man. Okay. There, sometimes you got to take responsibility. Yeah, you got to, man. And I didn't. And I didn't bring that up to pass judgment on anybody. I just, Me I just thought it was an interesting situation that happened. Yeah. And coming from where we come from, and that was a great point that you brought up. Coming from where we come from, that was yeah. that was that's par, our par entertainment. Yeah, it's par for the course. Yep. You're and gonna I would, sit there and tell me Cat didn't get made fun of his whole fucking life. Right. You're gonna sit there and act like that. That's why he's so good. Yeah. He's a short fucking black dude right. that came from the fucking hood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't think that dude was always in battles just trying to defend himself, especially when he was broke? Right. Yep. Shit. Come on, man. Based like on I this, said, it, I'm not taking anyone's side. Yeah. I'm just saying there comes responsibility. Right. When you engage in a, in a, in a, in a conversation, mm-hmm. it is up to you to make a mental note to yourself. Is this guy <laughs> or this woman mentally capable for this type of conversation? <laughs> <laughs> it, am I right? No, that's right. true. 100%. You know, and I get mad at my sister all the time because my sister – and I'm, I'm not talking about Gemma. I'm talking about my other sister, Rowena. She will go into a full-on debate with Robert, and I get mad at her every time. Uh-huh. I'm like, you're dealing with somebody you already know. He's already conditioned a different way. Right. He doesn't look at argument the way you do. Right. So why are you, why are you confronting him? Yeah. 
Why are you mm-hmm. arguing? And you're both speaking two different languages. Even if you win, you lose. Oh, yeah. You are the loser. You're going to be looked at as the loser because publicly everyone knows that you should have never argued with that person. <laughs> right, right. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Because look at me. I don't even know this situation. You brought this up to me, and mm-hmm. already I'm like, I'm taking. I'm not taking Cat's side. But you have a, but, an understanding. But I'm just of- saying, you know who the fuck he is. It's the wrong guy. <laughs> it's the wrong guy. And, and, and I'm not saying that in a cool way. That's the wrong guy to fuck with. No. He's the wrong guy to fuck with. He really is. Right, right. Bro, I went to his house one time and he sat me in the goddamn kitchen. Did I ever tell you this story? No. Sat me in the kitchen. He told me to come. He's like, hey, Joe Coy, come to my house and I need to talk to you about the future. So I go to his house, man. Goddamn, this guy had like 95 cars in his front you know, front lawn, right? Everything. Every goddamn car. Bentley rolls, charger, everything that you could possibly think of. This dude got it, man. And then, you know, and, and then you see beautiful things like his daughter's like, Daddy, I don't want to go to bed. And he was like, No, you need to go to bed, baby. You know what I yeah. mean? You see the yeah. dad side yeah. of him, you know yeah. what I mean? And then he sat me in the kitchen. <laughs> Because he had another meeting. I mean, the guy double booked. But you got to remember, I'm still working at like Nordstrom Rack. Uh Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And now Cat wants to talk about futures with me because he bumped into me at the Laugh Factory or some shit. Right. And he's like, call call my sister. I need to talk to you. Yeah. About the future. So So I need to talk to you. So you're waiting. I'm like, goddamn, yes, let's go. Mm hmm. Maybe it wasn't 13 years ago. It was about, it was about, yeah, it was about, you know, it was about 13 years ago. It was about 12, 13 years ago. So, uh, anyways, he sat me in the goddamn kitchen. And I, and I think I watched about four episodes of Martin. Yeah. It's like two hours. And I'm, I'm going through his fridge. I'm eating. And then finally I got up because he's in the living room having another meeting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Cat, I gotta go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I gotta go, man. And Cat and Cat was like, "Okay, well then, it looks like you're not really concerned about your future." <laughs> <laughs> and in that in that moment, I knew I'm not dealing with <laughs> I'm not dealing with a normal person. I made the defi- I made that definitive decision to be like, yeah. I don't want to really talk about the futures right now. <laughs> Time to go. And I left. That and that was our meeting. That's funny. He made me come to his house to sit in the kitchen for two hours. I don't know what his rational was. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Right. You know what I mean? I, you know, but I knew right then and there that it's not normal it right different. now. This is different. not normal. Yeah. yeah. It's just on another level. But I'll I respected him. Right. Uh-huh. And I did respect what he said on the way out. I did respect that. Yeah. He goes, you know, sometimes some of us got to make a decision. You know, sometimes the opportunity is right in front of their face. And it's up to that one person to make that decision, what they want to do. And it's clear. You just made that decision. (laughs) So walk away, motherfucker. (laughs) There goes your future. And he went on to sell Madison Square Garden out. <laughs> and I was shelving shoes at Mercer Rock. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm crying right now because it's a fucking true story. It's a fucking true story, man. The guy, the guy, yo. I'm sorry, man. So fucking true, dude. That's funny. So true. Based on all that, I think I'm gonna pick his side in every story. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that story, bro. He's got one of the most motivating uh, uh, performances on Def Jam, and, and, it, and it it almost seemed like this is the revived Def Jam. You remember mm-hmm. when they brought it back? Yeah. Not the one that just recently came back. The the other one that came back. The very first one that came back after mm-hmm. you know what I mean after ten years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, man, that 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 fucking whatever it was, seven minutes, whatever the fuck it was, <laughs> the the guy was blessed, man. Yo, you can hate him. Everyone can sit there and hate him. You know what I mean? A lot of people will do that. You yeah. know, especially in my peer group because he, he he does fuck up a lot, but man. <laughs> And he does say a lot of fucked up shit about people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, but you cannot sit there and tell me that that man does not fucking kill it, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gifted. Kill it on some other, on some fucking future shit. Just like you said. <laughs> just like you said in the house, man. You're just like, God damn, this guy's good. He's, yeah. He yeah. is good, man. He's fucking good. Well, anyways. Where did we go with this? Uh, this is two back-to-back uh, corn puns. I hope you guys don't mind. I think it's still entertaining. Yeah, I think it's, it's still good. good. Yeah, you know, so. sometimes we need to hear stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I think the point that I'm saying is like one, first and foremost, enjoy your memories. Mm-hmm. You know, I did say that about that at the beginning. Like, you know, like my my biggest moments were. Uh, you know, Scott Air Force Base, you know what I mean? My earlier years, my five, when I was five, six, whatever, the, how old I was. But I, those were my vivid memories. And memories are important, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can have pictures. You can have memorabilia from the places that you've been at, sweatshirts that you bought at certain you know, places that you visited. But that memory is there forever. You can lose that sweatshirt, but you'll always have that memory. Yeah. So yeah. create a lot of those memories. Mm-hmm. Enjoy those memories. Create them with your kids because they'll remember them. Your story is there, man. When you're gone, your story lives on. Absolutely. You're going to be right there at that campfire. And they're going to talk about you. And they're going to say all the good shit. So make a lot of good memories, you guys. (laughs) You don't want to be at the... You don't want your kids sitting around the fire talking shit about you when you're dead. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't want my dad up in heaven going, man, I did more than just peanut butter, motherfucker. Create those memories and enjoy those people you hang out with. And remember, we're not all geared the same way, man. It's up to you. You got that responsibility. You know who you're talking to. All right? Adjust. Have fun. Live life. And fucking laugh. I love you, Kalen. I love you, Joe. <laughs> love you, Dre. Love, love you. you. Oh, I love, love you, you, Chase. Love you. I love everyone out there. Enjoy the Koi Pond every fucking week. Good night. I can fly you out to Paris.